Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's happening? This is Tommy Bottles, Mr. Educated Dexter 101, and I'm listening to Genesis Poetic High Open Mic with Radio Rail on OG Radio. Don't forget to come and pick up your Do it better though. Yeah, hey. Mm, floating in the bucket. Ryan around the city, paranoid of getting busted. Cause I know this weed must have ended up smoking like a bad exhaust. Fuck all the repercussions, nigga. Got the brain cells buzzing. Open up the pineal gland, having some deep discussions. Bad vibes, I keep on running. Cause it's black tourmaline on my body. Say you can't touch me, nigga. Tunnel vision, high block of my. Can't hear the shit that they talk about. Sense a million, keep it in large amounts. Windows down, blowing the fog it out when the hawk is out. Whichever way the breeze blowing, we finna have some weed going. Yeah, cause shit is crazy nowadays. Roll one and watch the world go up in flames. Baby, won't you smoke one with me? Hey, won't you smoke one with me? Stop playing, smoke one with me. Don't be scared, smoke one with me. Hey, hey. Different levels, different strains. Dabs and wax a different game. The oils used so many ways. This shit is healing how they lock niggas up for so many days. Yeah, they pass their laws and grow their fears on them. Plants been curing shit for years, homie. Epilepsy and cancer, this shit is real. They know the truth. It's all about extermination and dollar bills, homie. We gon' say that for another time. I'm just trying to roll another dime. I know the plug until he on the line. Play the music so loud until it conducts a rhyme. Yeah, hey. Shit, I'm just trying to smoke, baby. I just want to smoke, smoke, smoke. Yeah. Cause shit is crazy nowadays. Roll one and watch the world go up in flames. Baby, won't you smoke one with me? Hey. Won't you smoke one with me? Yeah. Stop playing. Smoke one with me. Don't be scared. Smoke one with me. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, I am Genesis, and welcome to Poetic High Thursday Nights. I know it's been a minute, but here I am, live, in color, in the flesh. Um, I know poetry has been not on my forefront as of late, because a lot of things have been going on in the world, as I'm sure you guys know. We got inflation going on. We got um, we're going into a recession. Um, you know, the winter time, the holidays and stuff are coming up. It's it's just been a lot going on in the background because I call it the background noise. But of course, we are here to share some light on poetry. Of course, we got to keep it moving. Like I always say, without you guys, there would not be an us. So if you don't call in, how are we supposed to share our poetry with each other? Um, it's a necessary evil. 
I've actually haven't been working on as much poetry, but I have been working on some poetry. So that is um, the highlight of my day sometimes to do continue to do poetry and continue to promote it to my friends and family and guests that call in to Porticai Thursdays on OG Radio. Um, I do have a special guest calling in today. We go back a long time. She's actually at my um, very first Porticai Presents Puff and Poetry live show. Um, her name is Medusa. She's going to be calling in tonight, hopefully sharing, speaking her truth and sharing some of her poems from her book. She does have a book out. I can't wait to talk all about it. Speaking of books, make sure you guys go grab Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend. Um, it's on all book platforms like Barnes & Noble, Book Patch. You can go to the Naperville Anderson Bookstore as well as um, Amazon. So, you know, go check it out. Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend. I am currently looking to have another Puff and Poetry show. I haven't really decided when exactly I wanted to have another Puff and Poetry show, but it's coming. It's in the works. I just got a lot of other things that I'm currently working on right now um, in due time. If you guys are interested and wanted to work with me to create another Puff and Poetry show or be a feature or whatnot, um, please just call in at 516-666-9826, again, 516-666-9826, or contact me on um, Genesis Silverman, like the first book in the Bible, that's how you spell it, on Facebook, and 3-Y-E-M underscore Genesis on Instagram uh, as well, if you guys are interested in doing some poetry. So, um Let's see. I want to do a poem, and it's a partial poem that I've been working on. And, of course, this platform allows us to curse and speak our truth and, you know, really speak how we want to speak without being judged. Um, I don't know about heart yet. I will be learning it soon enough. And it's something that I've been thinking about. Um, I've been watching a lot of videos pertaining to, like, dating and women shouldn't date and women should be child-free and men shouldn't get married and black men and black women don't belong together and yada, yada, yada. And it just keeps going on. But we're here. We're living in our last days is what they say. However... I'm going to recite a poem for you, and let me find it really fast to make sure that it's um, pretty interesting. Okay, and it's called Filthy. Filthy. My mouth is just so fucking filthy. My tongue is vicious enough to crush his pride and ego down to salt powder because I'm salty at the way that he treated me. My mouth is so dirty. How can I keep it clean 
if you want me to swallow your seed. When my womb bears no fruit, so how can you come and eat me? Filthy, because I'm salty. I spit salt in wounds because this person is in my system. Wisdom embedded in the pain of scars. You want to take me down and never rebuild me. See, I'm just filthy. Um, I would like to redo it. I was a little interrupted a few minutes ago. However, I'm going to go ahead and um, come back to that poem and play some music right now and wait for our next guest to call in and just, you know, vibe out. So if you got some some green, like I say, Mary Jane, or if you have some drinky drink, go ahead, chill, long day at work. You can listen to some poetry, and um, we'll be back to play some music. So I'm going to play you out to, oh, Mogul, the Mogul. I haven't heard him in a while. Check him out. Whoa. My favorite body part of a woman is a juicy, lucky, ooey, booty cheek. They be so smooth on the cloth shoes, but that ass always moving me. She got a brother sprung all up in the trance. That's the best part when them hypnotized from an inner thighs and a stress mark. For the Kruger, we call that tiger stripes. Up a nose is dynamite. And for the record, she be scratching my back. That's the vinyl type. Super hot, viral light. Posting some video, it's already viral, right? Masturbate to my cyber wife. And I bust in the bed. She said, my dick is a catchy song. It's already stuck in the head. I can see that donkey from the front, it's back there Let me get it, girl A lot of junk in the front to the trunk, it's back there I gotta have it, girl Them big old lovely lady lumps, it's back there Let me get it, girl Searching for them hips in that hump, it's back there It's back there, 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 it's back there Gluteus Maximus Her booty is happening, her booty I had to kiss No grocery shopping, that's gross, please stop it She can fly on my meat, cockpit She can't Get a deep drop kick. I got this. The key to her boss kick. Locksmith, her areolas. This pepperoni toppings. She just tightens from the waist. I nut it on the butt. She did a cream pie. That's the icing on the cake. And she liked the way it tastes. Splash right up in her face. My dick in the neck facility. Ridiculous flexibility. Right. I can see that donkey from the front, it's back there. Let me get it, girl. A lot of junk in the front to the trunk, it's back there. I gotta have it, girl. Them big old lovely lady lumps, it's back there. Let me get it, girl. Searching for them hips in that hump, it's back there. It's back there, 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 it's back there. 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 That was the mogul. It was back there. He actually came to, I believe, my second Porter Coppers and Stuff and Poetry show. But nevertheless, I love his music. He's great talent, um, great support. Go out and check him out. The mogul, M O 
G-U-L, um, great friends with me and Rail, and he's, you know, very laid-back guy. However, I do have my special friend on hold right now. I'm going to call her in, the lovely Medusa. She's going to be calling in to speak about her book. So, hello, hello, hello. 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 Hey, Medusa. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Feliz Dia de los Muertas, my friend. Huh? I said Feliz Dia de los Muertas, my friend. Sí, sí. ¿Tú hablas español? No. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> But today is the Day of the Dead, and so I I'm very happy to be here. I just want to honor my ancestors by practicing my craft and practicing the gifts that were given to me by the great spirits. So I am so happy that you invited me today, and I just feel blessed and honored. But before I start, I want to hear that poem again, Genesis. It was so good. <laughs> I had to, you know, I had some interruptions. Um, I know. Is, it was so good. Okay, it was so good. Uh, it was so beautiful. I'm, I'm gonna do it one more time. I'm gonna do it one more time. I'm not done with this poem. I just really just started writing it because I was just really talking shit sometimes, and <laughs> this is the only way that I'm able to um, talk right. mess when I'm like irritated. However, here it goes. It's called filthy. All right, filthy. My mouth is just so fucking filthy. My tongue is vicious enough to crush his pride and ego down to salt powder because I'm salty at the way that he treated me. Filthy. My mouth is so dirty. How can I keep it clean if you want me to swallow your seed? When my wound bears no fruit, so how can you eat me? Filthy. Because I'm salty, I spit salt in wounds because he's in my system. I finally get you out my system because the wisdom is embedded in the pain of my scars. You want to take me down but never rebuild me. You laid down the foundation and left it. Tuck all my fantasies. See, because you're filthy. And that's it. So <laughs> I'm fucking filthy. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. That was <laughs> so beautiful. I just want to oh, talk about that for a second. I just want to talk about that for a second. Only because I just want to, I, I want to unpack it a little bit. You said, okay. you said, filthy, my mouth is so filthy. How, what did you say? Something about swallowing your seed. Yeah. <laughs> you know how men always want you to, like, perform oil? Yes. Like they yes. do all the time. Like, how yes. do you want a woman with a clean mouth if you always want her to suck your dick? Yeah, you want or me you? to defile myself like that. And then how do you want... How are you going to say, what did you say? Something about fruit. And yet, 
Can you say that part yes. again? Um, I'm not, when my womb bears no fruit, meaning like I'm not pregnant, I, I'm not giving right. life to your seed, and like, how would you? Why would you give somebody your precious seed if you want this special woman to have your your seed and create a great foundation? And but you being filthy, like you want her to be filthy right. and be dirty and do all these things, but like, is that the same mother that's going to be kissing your son or your daughter? Or, you know, right. like, really think about those things. Like, you know, even when your daughter grows up, or think about your sister, or your mom, or your aunties, or your female cousins, anybody in your family, like, you know, that's what I was right. thinking about when I wrote it. Like, these men want you to do all these nasty things, and then when you respond in a masculine way, there's a problem, but, you know, they created that narrative for you to follow because they're supposed to be the, the leaders, the head of house. So it's just a, a thought process that I was kind of, you know, playing with a little bit, but That's I'm so not done beautiful. with it. Girl, That's so beautiful. I can't, I can't wait to hear you finish. Thank you. Now, we're going to talk about you. You have told me okay. that you have a book. So explain yeah. to the people, like, about your book and where we can find it and what made you write about it. Like, give us some personal details. Okay, okay I will. Oh, well, first of all, I want to just thank you. I want to thank you for inviting me, and I want to thank you for creating this safe space for people to be able to express themselves and um, for them to be able to, you know, really share their voice and giving a voice to the voiceless people. I know that that's what you said to me was your mission before. And so I just think that you have done such amazing work in Chicago, like the way that you have revolutionized poetry and the way that, you know, you just done like such groundbreaking things. So you have my absolute full support. And so I just want to thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I no problem. Anytime. We also have to give shout outs to OG Radio. Mr. AK is over the OG Radio. He um, shares his platform with us, and each of us um, have a day that we want to host whatever show. I'm Poetry. We have Mr. AK doing, like, um, Freestyle Fridays or, you know, Fresh Fridays because he's our DJ. And then we got Radio Real who's doing shows, like, Mondays and Tuesdays, and he just, you know, talks to the people about a lot of things. So definitely get a shout-out to them for allowing us to continue to move forward with this platform. Yes, thank you. So my book is titled He, a collection of poems, and it can be found on Amazon. You can also find me on any social media platform at Medusa's Madhouse. And um, so this book is titled He because every single one of the poems in there, it starts off talking about a he. And so... um, Every single poem is comparing the lover to a different mythological god or creature. And so what I wanted to do with this book was really educate people on some, you know, different deities and characters that kind of had been lost in the sands of time and to be able to kind of just, you know, bring a little bit of culture that may have been forgotten back to the forefront. Um, So it's a 
a various amount of different cultures that are mentioned and um, essentially just comparing the lover to these different gods is just I like to play with the imagination you know especially with poetry because that's my art form and so I just wanted to you know tell my love story in a way that could be seen across multiple cultures to show that love you know sees no color and uh, love has no limits and so um, I'm just going to read three different pieces to you and the first one is the very um, beginning it's an intro and you can actually find a music video style type video of this me reading this poem on my TikTok and then the second one um, is going to be about a man that is very near and dear to my heart. And then the last one is actually a poem that I wrote when I was wrapping up the book and I was really just thinking like, okay, like what is the moral of this story? What message do I really want to come across? Like how do I want to tie this all together? And I just really started thinking about how we as women, we go through so much turmoil and we go through so much agony and pain and just so many different seasons of stretching and growing and shrinking and learning and failing and learning again yeah. and, you know, just victory, just like all of these things over and over these and cycles that we go through, just loving a man, you know, and just dealing with a man and like the things that we have to go through. And so I really just wanted to think about like, I have survived every single day that was orchestrated to destroy me, every single one. And I have been through so much and I've gained so much wisdom, cruelty of the world and throughout all of these things that, you know, were weaponized against me, my sexuality, my skin color, my shape, my size, my income, my gender, all of these things that were weaponized against me. And yet still here I am. And so that's just like what I wanted to wrap up with this, that yes, you know, we have this capacity to love in such a magnificent way that we can create this beautiful poetry that I hope lasts for a lifetime to come. And we have that capacity to heal and to mold and to give. And, you know, I just wanted to remind our beautiful women, like the power that that holds, I guess you could say. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I, I can see that. Yes, women do Ooh, go through a lot. All <laughs> <laughs> I can do is give a whole breath of, 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 of turmoil that I've personally had to endure from a man. Um, and I don't think it has anything to do with, like, the skin color. I think it's just the being, dealing with a man in any culture I've experienced. Um Pretty much like the same MO for, you know, a lot of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, give us your first poem. Um, okay. Let us know where your mental space was when you created this poem. 
um, during this time. Okay. So this was actually the origin of the idea for the book. I had a dream about a man that I love very deeply. And at that point in time, we had a distance separating us. We could not be together. And so my dream was that I was an empress in Egypt. And he was like my general, basically. And in my dream, oh, what'd you say? A peasant. Let me stop. <laughs> You're so, <laughs> a peasant. You're so funny. Oh, don't do it like that. Uh, yeah, so he was like the general in this army. And like in the dream, we were trying so hard to be together. But for whatever reason, society, whatever, we couldn't be together. And so it was just like a miserable, miserable feeling. And that was like the feeling that I had being apart from him. But I also felt like our love had transcended lifetime, like that this was not my first lifetime knowing him and loving him. So that is how I got the idea for the book. And um, yeah, that's how I got the idea to have um, different characters and things like that from different realms and different spaces and time. So uh, here it is. I loved him for a thousand lifetimes in every dimension that you could think of, even ones that you did not know existed because we created them. The first time we met here on earth, he was a great grizzly bear and I was a pink Alaskan salmon and he swallowed me whole. Another lifetime I was the empress of Egypt and he was my medjay. Ra punished us for our love and he was stomped to death by his war horse when the cherry tree was headed into battle. Every lifetime he finds me, and everyone we are ripped apart like God ripped the sky from the sea. And I cry for him, and I shoot him stars as messages. He always finds a way to touch me, but we can never truly be together. And in this lifetime, I am just a woman, and he is just a man. And one fateful day, he crossed my path. And that was the day that the sky turned to black. thank you that was so beautiful i just i be needing some type of hope that love really does exist and not me just the one giving it you know maybe it could be reciprocated sometimes but i don't necessarily think that's the thing I think that's mm, girl. beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I appreciate You're awesome. that. I'm serious, though. I've been thinking, like, I've been, and I need to stop, like, these man-hating uh, channels that I've been watching. And everybody's, like, saying the same thing about men. So it can't be false. You know, it has to be some reality and realness to this with every, especially like older women too. They're like, I've been trying to tell y'all young women for a long time that this is what it is out here. And it's become, it's like, it seems true. And it's like, I still have this fairy tale like locked and loaded in my head about like this fairy tale 
house and like picket fence and like the American dream and things like that, which has been completely, you know, demolished after all these years of just, you know, women are becoming more um, dominant and making more money and more independent and, you know, men that sees that as a threat, you're not as submissive, you're an alpha woman, you're too masculine, you know, just all these things that men spew out about how they feel about women and women should stay in their place and, and whatnot like that. But, you know, I just feel like um, we're in the last days of um, how it says in the Bible, you know, the book of Revelations, and I'm not like a religious person, but I feel like nothing here is coincidence and everything is temporary. So, you know, these these relationships and stuff that are ending, like, women really have the power. Like, if we just stop giving birth, <laughs> um, you're going to be screwed. You're going to be screwed, you know. And then the continuous of the transgenders trying to take over women's spaces, you know. Men want to hang out with guys and and to be honest like I'm just really starting to think that men just really hate women or they're envious jealous of them they don't like the fact that they are supposed to be taken care of at home they want to stay at home and be taken care of and not have to work and which makes sense because who really wants to work like I don't think anybody necessarily really wants to work um, especially if it's something that they're not really interested in or they're just doing it to pay bills Um, right but however Go ahead and um, tell us a little bit about your next piece. You said you, you were going to do three well, I, poems. I, I, want, I, I want to comment on a part, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. So, and, you know, being 35 and single with no children, believe me, my darling, my darling, my darling, if anyone has any reason to hate men, it would definitely oh. be me. And every single... And I I don't want to get into, you know, experiences, negative experiences with men, but every single woman that I know has had multiple negative experiences with men and some being very aggressive. And that is, you know, one reason why I go by Medusa. I don't know if you know her origin story with Poseidon. I'm sure you do. But um, I have always wanted to give a voice to women. And it wasn't until probably about three years ago because I was so bitter from everything that had happened to me, every violent act, every mean disgrace, every every way to intimidate and bully me, you know, like everything that had happened to me, every way to make me feel like I was less than what I was, you know, I was just so angry at men. And then about three years ago, I just, I really started focusing on the men in my life that were always reliable, always showed up for me, always showed out for me, always, um, I don't know, like how to explain it, always made me feel seen and loved and heard. And there were so many of them. And the more I focused on the ones that showed up for me like that, the more appeared and appeared and appeared and appeared. And I know that you can think of some men that just are so sweet and their presence just feels like safety. And, you know, when they talk to you, you just feel like, man, I've got nothing in the world to worry about. Like I can literally turn off my brain 
and I can just be in this man's presence and I know that everything will be taken care of. But it wasn't until I started really saying no with a very loud voice to every single thing Mm -hmm. that I didn't like. And that included conversations with uncles that were borderline sexual that I wasn't comfortable with. That included men making comments to me that I was attracted to them, but I didn't like how they were approaching me. That included, you know, just every little minute thing. And it took about three years kind of men that were in my life. And now I can really say that there are a huge support system of men in my life that I know I could call right now and be like, I need you, and they will show up. And they will show up in a way that only a man can. And I think that the problem is that so many people have gotten so pulled away from the source, the true source of love, and they've been sold fake love in these different bottles by, you know, all these different uh, commercial, you know, multi-billion dollar corporation, you got to be this and you got to do that and you got to look this way and have this and have this amount of money and this and that. And so we've gotten away from the genuine, the genuine potency of true and pure love. And a lot of women say, oh, men are cheaters. Men are cheaters, men are dogs, men are this, men are that. But ultimately they use that as an excuse for their own behavior. And so I really started taking accountability for myself and really started realizing how terrible I treat men. And sometimes I was treating the men that had nothing to do with the pain that I was feeling. I was treating them the worst because they were the ones who were accepting it and taking it. And so I was like really, you know, because the guy who really did the wound he didn't care, and he just disappeared. So now these guys that actually cared, I was treating them the worst because they were sticking around to the beating. So I really had to be accountable for all the things that I put other people through because of my poor mental health. And I'm not saying that that's the case for any of these women that don't like men. I know everybody has their own reasoning. But for myself, I realized that we are created to be a dynamic couple. We are created, man and woman, to create families, to create love, to create communities, to create a world of peace and kindness and understanding. And you can't do that without both counterparts. We all have fallen short. We all have sinned and we all have fallen short. And I can't understand the pressure it is to be a man. I can't understand that. All I can understand is my own experience. And so I can't understand, you know, being under that kind of stress. And so I understand women. I understand our hormones and I understand the way things change in our bodies. And, you know, I understand this love that we give unending, unending, unending. But, you know, to just kind of take a step back from my own experience and understand that there are things that I can never experience because I'm not a man. So I can't possibly explain them. I can't possibly understand them. But what I can understand is unity and love. And so the only thing I can contribute to that is to give love. And sometimes it's okay, but it always comes back around. It's not 
even if it's not reciprocated from the person you give it to, it always comes back around. But that's just my opinion. Well, that is true. And, you know, I remember <laughs> an old philanthropist of mine. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call him a friend, but he was a, he was he was a great person. And I remember him used to tell me, he was like, people remember how you treated them. Not anything that you said, mostly, but how you made them feel. So Mm -hmm. if you make them feel like a million bucks, they're always going to have that in their mind. Like if you were very sweet to them, nice, and always help them, that's what they're going to remember. Right. Like how you make them feel. You know, that's what they're going to remember. So and I definitely who made me feel when you walked in that smoke shop, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Guys, me and Medusa, so I was walking around for the first live Porter Coppers and Puffin Poetry, and this was like, I was just coming from Hawaii, and I was doing shows in Hawaii, and I had moved to Chicago, and I was just like, I want to do a poetry show, but I want to introduce, like, Mary Jane with it. And I walked into the smoke shop, and I was like, hey, um, do you guys like poetry? And I just... And she just really was so excited about it. Like, oh, my God, you just, I've been wanting to do poetry. And then we just clicked. And then she was the first person that came to, like, that was legitimately helpful and, like, wanted to see the show succeed. She came to the show. Um, it was cold outside. Like, it was a lot of stuff going on. And she really just came through for me and performed and was just, so amazing and graceful, and I just really appreciate her because she helped me a lot. And even though I didn't know how, like, what I needed at the time, she was persistent on asking me did I need anything and legitimately, genuinely was trying to help me, even if I didn't know exactly where to point of what I needed help with. So thank you again for that. That was. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. I love you so much, Genesis. I just, like, I, I could just feel it. I could feel that you were doing something that was going to be making history. And I could feel, you know, the powerful presence that you have. And when you speak, man, and when you, you know, when you recite your poetry, there is just a powerful force that comes with it. And so I just, I wanted to be a part of that. And it was such an honor to be able to help you. So I really loved it. And I really loved the show. It was amazing. It was like so remarkable. One of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And to be able, you know, to have the freedom to be able to puff in poetry that it was just like groundbreaking. It was so amazing. I loved it. No, thank you. Came up on our like what two year anniversary, um, October twenty ninth, um, for two years of Puff and Poetry Porter Coppers and Puff and Poetry being around. Um so that was just recent. Even though I haven't did a show since August, um, we're still getting more stuff handling more things, but you know, I'm excited just to even have the opportunity to do it. Absolutely, and I know that everyone is patiently awaiting. All right, I'm going to hurry up and do these last two, and then I'm going to let you go. I don't want to take over the rest of your show. But um, this one, this one um, was another dream, and 
it's about the same beautiful, beautiful man and um, just about his warmth and just the way he's so supportive in everything that I do. And it's actually, I, I would love it if I can't get into the folklore at this time, but it is actually um, Japanese folklore about a princess, a moon goddess. And so if you ever have time, I would love for you to read about it and uh, let me know what you think. But here it goes. He was the emperor of Japan, and I was the princess Kaguya. He knew I was from the moon before I did. We loved in the dimension of dreams. His lips were pomegranate seeds bursting, leaving juice all over my blossoming bosom. I was weak in the knees for him, and he was gallant for me. He kept my secrets, and he held my breath. He was strength in a war that I never consented to. He was soft and gentle and sweet, like a warm honeycomb crumbling to the bite of your kiss. He was all love for me. Curly and tall and smart, he was everything. He was everything. He's gone now, and I'm back on the moon. What is immortality without you? Oh, my God. Like, you sound like <laughs> freaky nights. <laughs> I sound I'm like, like what? going to be a freaky night it's going to be a freaky night somebody's with somebody's celibacy is going to be broken just off of just thinking about how a man should make you feel that just made me just so like warm all over like oh my god that's so happy yes like I, I definitely was like okay that's how a man should make you feel like that warm feelings is so safe and secure and protected and provided just all those great things like you know yes uh, i loved it I isn't loved it, it a beautiful dream <laughs> yes i would love to have that as a reality you know in I'm real sure, life you know form. what i was telling someone the other day i said out of these seven billion there's gotta be one there's got to be one. That's all I need. That's all I need out of the 7 billion. Yeah. All I need is one. Just one. All right. I'm going to read this last one. So this is the one. Okay, it's, it's very powerful. It's very um, profound. It is, I want every single woman to feel this way about themselves in a true and genuine way of genuinely loving and admiring and even worshiping themselves. You know, and so uh, here it goes. I am a powerful force. I am an elegant dance. I anticipate the day and all the love I will find throughout the hours, fingertips grasping at precious gems, sifting in the sands of time. I am sweet nectarine. I am sweet, precious peach, ripe strawberries for the taking. I am soft tiger lily petals. I am cool waters over your sunburnt skin. I am sweet forgiveness from all of your darkest sins. I am the tidal wave that carries you out to sea, drowning in oceans of depths that you could not believe. Cadence, delicately mastercrafted by Chopin himself, 
I am a succulent succubus waiting to devour your soul whole. I am a dangerous and wicked game. I am beautiful. I am a monster. I am Medusa. Thank you so much for that. I really needed all this poetry tonight. It's been a while. Your poetry is beautiful. I can't wait till you come back into town. Currently, she's living in Texas still. Um, yes. So make sure you guys check her out. Drop your um at or Facebooks and things like that so people can follow you. Okay, wonderful. It's at Medusa's Madhouse. And then um, you can find the book. It's called He, a Collection of Poems by Medusa Oblongata, and it is on Amazon. Okay, okay. You have to send me the link. Text me the link so I can go on Amazon and go ahead and put it in my <laughs> shopping cart for Christmas. Okay. Guys, um, sad life. And, and Medusa's birthday is coming up, guys, so we're going to shout out a happy birthday. I know it's this month, November, because she's a scorp. I'm not remembering what day it is, but I know it's this month sometimes, so. You're so sweet, girl. You have a good night. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. And always come again. Right. The platform is welcome to anybody that wants to do poetry. So if you know anybody that's trying to do some poetry or spit their truth or just need to get on here and talk about some things, platform is open every Thursdays or every other Thursdays for Podcast Thursday. So, you know, send them my way. All right, I will. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You guys have a great night. Peace and bless. So, guys, that was Medusa. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, she is an amazing poet. Again, she has always been around to help me out and just, you know, really talk to me about things. So I will be um, playing some music, and we will be right back. Now you know it ain't no explanation needed. I think you know the reason. On why we draped up, stepping out this evening. Man, we walking to the building. People switch the day to meet When they see us, it's a renaissance, baby. Please believe it. Don't give her ass a reason. We done took a long drive. We done brought the whole tribe. I'm a not and vibe, baby. Look, I never cheated. Got a sense of oil. Don't we put a stove. Rose, rose, there was rhyming, getting off. Everywhere I walk, so I ain't lost. Yeah. was all aligned, dripping souls like a boss. Cause the feeling in the air is historic. Yeah. You know we here for it. Spread love, push peace, be supportive. When my people come together, board the feelings, you for it, you story, listen. Young black man, don't you know you invented by everything, 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 everything. Young man, you invented everything. Yeah. Hey, that's why when you walk in that precedent. Hey, take a look and you can see the black excellence. Hey, hey. Take a look and you can see the black excellence. Hey, hey, 
look and you can see the black Listening to the I Am Genesis Presents Poetic High Thursday Night Open Mic with Radio Rail on OG Radio. What up, though? And I knew I could. Well, that concludes tonight's show, Portica Thursdays. That was a short, quick show. Um, I will be making sure that I get on at least twice a month. I'm having more time on my schedule now. Um, if you guys are interested in calling in to spit your truth, poetry, speak for the voiceless, whatever that may be, this platform is here for that. Call in at 516-666-9826 um, next Thursday. And... We're about to be ready to get out of here. Make sure you go cop my book, Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend. Um, it's on all platforms, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Book Patch, you name it, it's there. Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend. Also, we have uh, some poets trying to call in next week. If you know of any poets, uh, have any poets, it's a free, no-judgment zone platform that you guys can call in. And spit some poetry. So, again, without you guys, there will not be us. Peace and blessings to you and yours, and have a great night.